You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast. I am your host, Paul Holden, and we got a real fun show today. A little bit different type of show today. But before I tell you all about what we're doing today, I got to tell you about what this episode is brought to you by, and it's Locked On MLB Prospects. It's MLB draft season, and the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast is covering every future star of the MLB, of MLB, actually. Host Aram Layton brings you player interviews and farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I am joined by a special guest today. Matthew Yarbrough joins me. And uh, Matthew, we have you on the show today because you work with the Rays organization and something that I think is probably every little kid's dream or every little baseball fan's dream at one point. Uh, you get to be on the field there, getting uh, doing stuff, uh, bat equipment. And what's the official title that you have? Oh, uh, the on the job application it is visitors clubhouse bat slash ball staff. That's just a fancy fancy word for bat boy. <laughs> But uh, yeah, definitely a dream of mine growing up. You know, I grew, grew up with the Rays. They're five minutes from my house, still live in the area. So it's like a dream come true kind of thing. So how do you get So So yeah, this is something I always thought when I was growing up for some reason that, that the, the bat boy or the bat girl was just kind of somebody they picked before the game and just had them to go out and do it as some like giveaway type of thing. But I, I couldn't be more wrong. Your job is a lot more than just getting the equipment on the field as well, right? You do a lot of other behind the scenes stuff in the clubhouse and things like that as well. Yeah, definitely. So mainly how a typical day goes is show up about seven hours before the game. So let's say seven, 10 first pitch show up around noon. Got to make sure all towels are set out and ready any overnight laundry still left over, set up the food, help with that. And then pretty much before the game, it's a lot of standing around. You know, the guys will show up around like four hours before the game. Athletic trainers will show up maybe like five hours. Same with coaches and basically kind of just stand around, gather laundry whenever it gets thrown in and uh, help with any person if they need any help. And then about three hours before the game, you know, start setting up the dugout, bring down coolers, bring down helmets bring down the bat bag. And then really fun part is if a team wants to do BP, which for the visitors team at the Rays, it's usually about, about uh, two hours for the first pitch. You know, you go out there and shag some balls and that's always a good time. Sometimes the players will throw it at you and get, let you catch it. Sometimes they just do a, a lazy toss and not really let you have fun with it. But uh, then it's all about the players getting ready. They change into uniforms, kind of grab a bite to eat before the game. Then you head on down and, Pretty much have a front row seat of some nice baseball to watch. I mean, yeah, best seat in the house. That's a there's an insane. I mean, seven hours. I was just wondering that. I went to a Mariners game the other day here, uh, when because I'm out here in in Washington, and I saw we were it was well before game time, and I saw stadium staff already heading into the game. So you average uh, like a twelve plus hour day, then probably. I mean, if the game goes into extra innings, that's a long day for you. Yeah, usually it's about a 12 to 13 hour day for those night games. Day games are a little bit nicer because, you know, obviously the teams aren't going to we don't have to be their centers for the game. if It's like a 110 game. So usually buses for the teams will kind of leave at like nine. So then let's say we'll usually get there around 8 a.m. So only five hours for first pitch. So 
that's not too bad but the long days come when um you have a homestand you get done with one series so let's say day game getaway day one o'clock team usually gets out by around 5 30 then we got to clean the whole clubhouse up and get ready for the next truck coming in with the next team with all their equipment and then we pretty much do a little overnight unpack hopefully get out by like 1 30 a.m and do get ready for the next three games pretty much so those days can be about like 15 hours 17 hours that is a grind man that is yeah. that is i mean that is that is some serious stuff i mean does it is it ever a little exhaust i mean it's got to be exhausting but uh do you ever feel, do you ever kind of feel like it's a little bit too much <laughs> but i mean they are pros I, they, <laughs> they, they, they earn it but and i i don't want to get you in any trouble but that's a lot of work to put in just to make sure that the, these games are going smooth behind the scenes no, yeah, I mean it's, it's the show, it's the big leagues. You know, this isn't this isn't triple A. This isn't the minor leagues. So, gotta help the players with whatever they need. It's, I mean, without them, we don't have jobs. You know, right? There's no that players playing on the field. Us clubhouse guys, we don't really, we don't have anyone to service. You know, mm-hmm. so we just try to make sure we do a good job, get them whatever they need if we can, and just make sure all is well for them before the games. We are talking to Matthew Yarbrough here, and uh, he is the, uh, I already forgot the official title, the, the, the specialist, the, the ball and bat. Just, just, just call, it, call it the Visitor's Clubhouse Bat Boy for now. <laughs> the Visitor Clubhouse Bat Boy um, there. And it's for the so race. the um, being a race fan and then getting this position, what does it mean for you to be able to, to, to work on the field as the team you grew up with and, and somewhere that you, you've spent so much time before working there? What does it mean for you to be able to be have that level of access to the race? Yeah, it's kind of interesting because, you know, since I am a race fan, it's kind of weird, you know, since I'm working for the visitor sites, I don't really get to interact with the Rays too much in terms of their players and whatnot. So it's kind of kind of weird, you know, like sometimes like, oh, I want the Rays to win, but it's like I'm working for the other, the other team and still want them to do good. So it's definitely cool just to see that kind of dream come true. And even then, I kind of the visitor side is pretty cool because you get to meet like so many different players, so many right. different teams, you know, just standouts that come to mind. Aaron Judge on the Yankees, fantastic person, one of the nicest people I ever met. Matt Chapman on the athletics, great guy a couple of years ago. Andrew Kashner, he's kind of a he was a pitcher for the Orioles and he he just loved to f- around with me. And you know, just like it's cool when the players like give you the time of day and kind of try to build a relationship with you to where, you know, it's just you don't you never think about it. You know, growing up, it's like, oh, you know, you're going to a game and you just hope to like stand on the side and hope they'll come and give you an autograph or something. Where it's like with me, it's I can talk to these people like directly and have legitimate conversations with them. So it's definitely really cool. Yeah, that and that's that's such a cool. I don't think there's anything enough uh, better word to describe it other than cool. I mean, to be able to interact with with that many players, and especially you know when being in the AL East, you're always getting big names rolling through uh, with the Yankees and the Red Sox and, and and the people on their teams, and let alone the rest of them. But a little bit of a bummer, you don't get to spend as much time with with your favorite team. But uh, it's still really cool that you have access to to so many players and get to be able to develop some of those relationships with them. I'd imagine a couple of them may maybe record do the remember you or recognize you like kind of acquaintances so to speak when they when they come back to the 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 drop there yeah especially like teams in the ale so like for spring training i also work for the toronto blue jays so just now but right before the all-star break the blue jays came in i'm i'm friends with a few of the guys jonathan davis extra outfielder he's me and him are nice randall gritchick he uh he 
they like to call me Matty Ice because one day in spring training, one of my coworkers showed him because I play a video game called Rivals of Ether. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like a platform fighter, kind of like Smash Bros. And I'm really good at it, like top 10 player in the world kind of level. And so they show the video and they, they all love it. They're like, well, this this is Matty Ice. Like this dude's legit. Like at George Springer watching it. Like that's that's really cool. <laughs> they call they call me the Mike Trout of Rivals of Ether. So all that stuff's really nice. And I'm pretty much just go by Matty Ice, Robbie Ray, pitcher for the Blue Jays. He wanted the Blue Jays clubhouse guys to make Matty Ice jerseys for them all to wear. So it's unfortunately never happened, but it's just all jokingly good fun. And it's definitely really cool. I love the Blue Jays. Every team that comes in, there's always a few guys that are always really nice. That is, oh man, I can only imagine the the, the smile on your face or how it feels when these pro yeah. athletes are sitting there saying, "Oh, this guy's the Mike Trout of this." I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. not much of a not much of a higher compliment than that. And uh, speaking of things that deserve high compliments, I got to tell you about RockAuto.com. They are the place to go when you need pieces and parts for your car or truck. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend thirty percent, fifty percent, even a hundred percent more from the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto, it's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. You don't need to go to those big box stores. Don't mess around. Go check out that website at rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you find out about us box so they know that we sent you that's locked on in there how did you hear about us box because we want to make sure they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com we're talking to Matty Ice here, a.k.a. Uh, Matthew Yarbrough. Uh, he is the visitors clubhouse bat boy for the Tampa Bay Rays, also a Rays fan. So how did you did you just find the application online just or, or wherever? And it was a, a stroke of luck that you were able to, to apply and, and land this position. How would someone uh, go about applying and trying to get involved with their favorite ball club? Yeah, I know for some people, each every person has a different story. I know for one person, one of the old bat boys I used to work with, he was um, he just found an application online and applied and got the job. But for me, I uh, well first I went to Florida State University. Shouts to them. Manager majored in sport management. Okay. So I graduated in spring of 2018, and then you know a couple months later, my uh family knew someone who worked at the Rays and um, he said there's an internship available for stadium operations for that kind of work so I was able to apply to that and get that and then coincidentally around like two weeks after I started my internship for stadium ops for the Rays the um, old one of the old visitors clubhouse like actual clubbies he used to do the food he um, me and him got really close because he started to become the stadium ops like one of their managers for um, doing events and stuff. So we got pretty close in the five months and internships only last anywhere between like six to nine months. And then they either get a job or they kind of, you got to just got to take the experience that you got and try to find something else. So uh, towards the end of my internship, he was talking, he said, you know, I can uh, maybe get you a spot in the visitors clubhouse. If you'd be interested in that. And I said, of course, definitely. So he put a good word into the visitors clubhouse manager 
And then the next, the following season in spring training, I had to go down for a few games all the way down to Port Charlotte, about a two hour drive from the trop, a little, little less than that. So I had to do a few games, basically kind of try out to see like what they thought, how they thought of my work ethics, see if I'd be a good fit or not. And um, sure enough, they let me on. And then 2019 was my first full season. That's pretty much how I got it. Pretty much just got lucky with knowing someone used to work in the clubhouse and say, Hey, I can probably get you in. And that's how, that's how I at least got in. But I know others, they'll just have like applications up and you don't necessarily need to know a guy as long as you have like other like experience, like the other person, he did like basketball equipment stuff and Mm. he was able to get in. So that's pretty much how I got it. Very fortunate. Yeah. Sports management's a good, if you want to get involved with, uh, with professional sports, sports management's a good thing to study where I went to school in Ohio at Ohio university. That was uh, my buddies graduated from there and, uh, they have a big program, uh, there stadium operations. What does that entail? Is that like actual, like the fan experience then and, and getting people in and out there and, and, and to seats? What is, what does that entail? Uh, technically yes. There's like a subsection. There's like a whole fan experience department. It's kind of like a subsection of stadium ops. They're kind of together, but sort of like sub they kind of coincide with each other but um yeah for game days you know it's mainly like a lot of security stuff making sure gates are set up properly making sure like magnetometers are set up and then just during the game going around making sure there's no like maintenance issues if like see like oh a trash can needs to get picked up you know let the cleaning people know so it's pretty much just whenever game days are look for anything out of the ordinary and then report it and people will take care of it but then also like just events either like doesn't have to be baseball related like the rays are getting more into like having non-baseball events at the stadium like just this past off season during a winter 2020 they just had wwe do like a whole event there for four or five months so a lot of different stuff that can happen during the trop that all entitles to stadium operations very, very interesting. I mean, yeah, there's I mean, why not use the space? And there's so many cool options. So when something else like that comes up, do you get to be involved in, in those as well? Or is, are you kind of like a reserve, maybe a reserve or something for that? Do you get to be involved in off-season events? Um, not really. During the off-season, I uh, kind of I try to just find like a second job. Like I've kind of I'm pretty much a journeyman in the organization. Mm-hmm. So like, I, of course, I start off as an intern. The 2019 is my full season. And then the off season of 2019, I was actually I helped with parking. You know, I was out there in the cold Florida weather and, you know, nice <laughs> 60 degrees in December Brutal. helping parking cars. So I did that. And then 2020, you know, with COVID, they um, kind of had to cut down staff. So I wasn't actually part of the visitors clubhouse for that short and 60 game season. I was I was out there doing security, which again kind of goes back to that stadium operations so i was more so doing that for 2020 and then now for this year back at it with the visitors clubhouse so i have a good bit of knowledge i'd say of different things you know with like baseball operations with the clubhouses and all that and then stadium ops like security and like fan experience and all that so depending on what happens in the off season i'll i can help out with like any sort of events and stuff like that yeah, I was curious about COVID because I was going to ask if you got to be on the field or were involved in any of the the playoff run there last year in the World Series run. Did, were you able to? So you were working security at that time. That was that was how it was going. Yeah. So unfortunately, I didn't get to be a part of it. They cut down a lot. So there's only what well, they had. They just had one bat boy, and they did just they just did both teams. Like yeah. so, there was only one for. They had to go run for the home side and the visitor side. So 
it was a bit unfortunate, but again, I was just grateful to still be a part of the organization, find some spot for me. Right. To still do security, you know, still make some money. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially in, in last year, I mean, it was it was just exciting, I'm sure, to be able to still be a part, like you mentioned. Uh, Matthew, we're going to get ready to wrap things up, but I do want to ask before we go, what is the what is the coolest moment that you have seen, whether it be from the Rays or from uh, being in the, the other clubhouse? And how do you bottle up the excitement for Rudy? Obviously, there's the, the level of professionalism there. You're not hooting and hollering in the dugout but sometimes maybe a little little small fist pump or something like that to to get some of the excitement out can i can i name a few things is that oh yeah please i would love to so probably my number one favorite moment is back in 2019 this is before i worked at the blue jays in spring the blue jays came in Randall Gritchick's at the plate. I'm down the by the bullpen because at the Rays, you know, they have their bullpens on the field in foul territory. Mm-hmm. So they have to send a guy down there with a glove, hope that nothing comes their way. Randall Gritchick hits a line drive shot. It's coming right at me. I'm I'm so scared. I'm like, oh my God, it's going to hit me. And the ball just keeps cur- like curving inside so much slice on it. I catch it right near my face. And I, I'm like, holy I caught it thank god <laughs> then the crowd goes crazy they're all cheering for me the bullpen guys are giving me high fives and fist bumps so that's probably my number one moment and then um in terms of kind of more clubhousey stuff inside there's one day that's stuck around with me ever since there was a fourth of july weekend the yankees were coming into town and we just had baltimore in for a, a getaway day but it was a night game so hmm. we played a seven o'clock game against baltimore I showed up to work. This is before I, I came in at like three o'clock that day. So the game got over and then we have to wait overnight for the Yankees to come in. Yankees are playing a five o'clock game for some weird 4th of July special start time at five o'clock. And we had some time to kill. So we had to go to Walmart. We had to get some groceries. So I'm going to Walmart at 2 a.m. A couple of the other guys and I've never been to Walmart at 2 a.m. And let me tell you, it's definitely a different experience. So that kind of day will always stick out to me. And then in terms of recently, I tell you what, sitting down there, it's crazy how you can see certain pitches like kind of break just at the last second with some nasty breaking balls. Right. But uh, the Angels were in town and Shohei Otani's leading off. It's the first game and he hits an absolute moonshot. <laughs> it was like four, I think 460 feet off the off the D-ring catwalk, which the Rays, you know, that wacky stadium with the, the catwalk and all the rings around it. So if it hits, it's a home run on those outer two. So hit off that. It was a no doubter. And then the next at bat, Otani comes up to the plate. And he placed the most beautiful bunts for a base hit I've ever seen, right between that triangle, pitcher's mound, second base, first base. And I'm like, wow, you're telling me this guy just did that and can bunt for his hits and he pitches. Yeah. And he pitches. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, wow, like I'm sold. Like that man, that man's the goat. Yeah, he un- undeniably uh, is is the coolest dude in baseball. I watched I just watched him play Seattle and his first at bat we saw a 460 foot shot. I mean, just absolutely hammers this ball. I mean, he is a stud. Was hoping for a little more from him in the derby last night, but uh, you know, he still put on uh, quite the show. But Matthew, yeah. uh, we're gonna get ready to wrap things up. I just want to uh, tell people one more thing before we go bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at bet online get all the latest news odds and info for all your sporting needs including major league baseball the nba and all your ufc and mma action 
for the next pitch for the Rockies. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs as we enter into the second half of the season head to the website or use your mobile device and use promo code locked on and receive 50 percent on your welcome bonus on your first deposit that is promo code locked on for a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit at bet online bet online your online sportsbook experts so matthew where do you hope this takes you um it, what is what is the eventual next step obviously sports management background you've been involved in the organization are you just kind of working in baseball as long as, as long as you can. Is that your hope? Yeah, definitely. You know, it's the sport I played growing up, you know, with all the other Tampa teams, see, they're called the Rays, but they're actually playing, or they're called Tampa Bay Rays, but they play in St. Petersburg, which is where I live. All the other Tampa teams play in Tampa, which if you guys don't know, there's like a bridge dividing between St. Petersburg and Tampa. So it's the, basically the pro team. I was able to go to a lot of games since it's on my side of the bridge. So I just always loved baseball, loved watching it. You know, growing up, the Rays were bad. You know, they were the laughing stock of the AL East, always last place. And then ever since 2008, they've kind of been a contending team. So I just love the sport. And it also helps because my cousin, Brian Yarbrough, he, he pitches for the Rays right now. So it's cool that I get to see him pitch and kind of work in the same organization as him. So definitely want to just – keep on it as much as possible and whatever opportunities come with just through my hard work, you know, I'll take it. And if not, just keep grinding away at it. You know, yeah. I work two jobs pretty much throughout the year. You know, I work at a car wash every day, every morning I wake up, go and leaf blow, take out trash. And then a few hours later, I'll head down to the trop and get ready to work a 13 hour day. So, you know, I'm a, uh, my life, you know, I've been prepared to work hard and eventually it'll get you good things in life. So I'll just keep at it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, on top of that, you're also able to be a, a top 10 player in uh, one video game and also a high level. What are you? What are you in? Uh, uh, Matthew and I play a little video game called Mario Superstar Baseball. That's how I, I met uh, old Matty Ice here. And I've uh, fallen victim uh, many a times to, to his play on the field. How do you make time for that all, man? I mean, that is quite the just just preparing yourself for those long days. Just keeping that mindset. Uh, yeah, you know, just especially on work days, you know, I kind of just keep at, you know, do the car wash and especially with the clubhouse, you know, you don't get home to like 2am sometimes, then I got to be at the car wash at like 7am. So, you know, short sleep, but still wake up and get it done. But thankfully, if you work in a clubhouse, and you know, if you're not traveling with the team, you pretty much have about a week off, give or take, you know, however long, however long the road trip is. So there is time, a lot of free time in a lot of days in a row. So that's when I get all my Mario baseball grind in my Rouse of ether in, you know, speed running the game, being the world record holder for Mario baseball, and then playing as many ranked games as I can. Cause you know, I love the game. I love baseball in general, and it's pretty cool that I get to work in baseball and then find this awesome Mario baseball community with great people I can play with, interact with, talk about real baseball, Mario baseball. It's pretty much my life is all baseball now. <laughs> and, and, and I love it. Yeah. You know, I, that's after I started hosting this podcast, it's what it seemed like my life has become dominated by, but I I'm right there uh, excited for it. I just wish the team that uh, I followed was a little bit uh, better, but uh, uh, you know, Matthew, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for, for the insights here. You're welcome to plug anything you might want to plug uh, to, to promote anything you have to promote or anything uh, you want to wrap up the show with any good words of advice for the folks out there. Uh, sure. If you, uh, 
any people want to be interested in Mario Superstar Baseball and the speedrunning, I speedrun it on my Twitch. It is twitch.tv slash Falco, all one word. And then if you want to follow me on Twitter for any uh, Riles of Ether stuff, Mario Baseball stuff, it is at Ice R-O-A, all one word as well. Matty Ice, the Mike Trout of Rivals of Ether uh, and the Visitors Club, uh, Visitors Clubhouse Bat Boy uh, for the Tampa Bay Rays. Thank you so much again for your time. Super fun conversation. Yep, of course. Glad you had me on. Thanks so much to Matthew for joining the show. And that is going to do it for the Locked on Rockies podcast for today. Enjoy the all-star game tonight, everybody. A little bit of a fun kind of baseball-themed episode today. I thought it'd be kind of cool to do do something a little different here for the all-star game. I mean, there was you got enough all-star coverage going on right now. Um, but, hey, really fun night last night for Trevor Story and the Rockies. We got to at least see him go into the second round. Super, super great to see that. And, of course, who doesn't love to see Nolan, Erman, and Trevor Story having a blast light last night? Hoping for a little bit more from Story, but, hey, we will take a second, a second round appearance and that upset there. What a fun night of baseball uh, action there at Coors Field last night. I loved it. Uh, today on the Locked On Today podcast, this is Shohei Otani's world, and we are all just living in his greatness. Honestly, no argument there. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, Rockies fans, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.